windows my whole career. It's all dog around this mug. I just want to clarify, so you never lost your job as a danger? No, Bill. No. Um, I a lot of confidence in, in, in how we do things here and what we've been able to accomplish. And that's the truth. And everybody that's been around me on a day-to-day -day basis knows that. And I am aware of the speculation, you know, because I have to be briefed of it, you know, to be prepared for guys like you, you know, and, and I do have a family. So I understand that, um, that cares about me, but I was not worried about that because I know what goes on here on a day-to-day -day basis. And I know what we have in our locker room. I know what's out on that field, and uh, I'm excited to keep going. Who is Fitz? You I'm said Fritz or Fit? We're excited to start up negotiations again with Lamar Jackson. We're excited to attack this roster to make it the very best it can be in the hopes that, you know, we'll be a championship team at some point. Bob, square pants. I think the first thing I should say is I hate you both. You just crushed my dreams. Boom. Sadness. That's the one. By the way, I have one other soccer story to share with you. Bob, square pants. Which isn't that much of a story. It's just me complaining a little bit. Uh, I'm an Arsenal fan. Arsenal, for the last three years, has exclusively bought new players that are 24 or younger because they kind of sucked for like four years and they were like, hey, we just need to get young and try to be good in the future. They're good right now. They just bought a new player who is 28. Okay. And there are stories about why Arsenal is buying an old player. And he's only 28. He's not old for them, though. Yes. But it's like, what the hell? Yeah. It's not that old. No, you got to you got to stick to the rule with a with a professional football team that if Leonardo DiCaprio wouldn't date them, <laughs> they're too old. So, yeah, they signed a 28 year old who is uh, old for their team. They're in first place. They're trying to win the league. So it's kind of like a trade deadline. Hey. We'll go, right. get the, we'll go get the old we'll guy. We'll go get the old guy to try to at, push us through. At 28 to carry us to the championship. Here. They need that that's veteran leadership. Yeah, He can rent a car. That's, <laughs> he can. He's like one of two yeah, on the team. Yeah, 24-year-olds can't. He's like one of two on the team now. Um, all right. Some fun NFL stories. Uh, first off, a little bit of a uh, side note here. This is from Dan Dakich, which means I don't know if we should believe it. But yep. I'm still going to read it to you anyways because it is very funny. Uh, back in 2018, Josh McDaniels was in consideration to become the Colts head coach. He was still the Patriots offensive coordinator, and he was in consideration to be hired by the Colts to be their head coach. From Dan Dakich, Josh McDaniels' wife made him pull the plug after having Jim Ursay in their home in Massachusetts and observing his odd behavior, behavior that included being in the McDaniels family bathroom for a very long and awkward period of time. What is a long and awkward period of time to be in somebody else's bathroom? Uh, enough time to break up some powder using two <laughs> credit cards and then roll a uh, dollar bill into... Uh, you know damn well Jim Ursay uses a $100 bill. I'm going to say minimum 20 minutes. So once you get over 20 minutes, you start looking around. And you don't saying, hear a start, flush. Or you, you start don't... looking around and you're saying, okay, what's Jimmy doing? What are we going to get? What are we doing in here? I, uh, maybe not a 30. Okay. So an, an unusual I, I and think, awkward time. I think context matters. If you are at someone's house and there's like 10 people, like it's some sort of party, right? Even if it's just like a family, whatever. If it's there's like 10, 12 people there, 
you can probably go to the bathroom for a lot longer and people not really be paying attention, right? You can probably go to the bathroom for 30 minutes and nobody really pay attention. If you're the owner of an NFL team, and I'm assuming you're at Josh McDaniel's house and it's only you, maybe like the GM is there or something, and it's only you, and the only reason you're there is to talk to this person about being your next head coach. If you're in there for 10 minutes, I'm looking around saying, where the hell is this guy? What is he doing? You're only giving him 10. If if you're the only outsider in this family's home, and you're basically there to interview the guy, and you're gone for 10 minutes... <laughs> That's a long time. What are they, are they just sitting at the dinner table or sitting know. on the couch? Like this Dakich thing uh, says, where do you go? Very long. Right now, I'm guessing that means thirty minutes or longer. Right. Like, very long and, and awkward. Right. For it to be like, what do we say when he comes out? Like, <laughs> hey, Danny, hey, Jimmy, hey, Jimmy, are you okay? Are you okay? Like, because when you say when he, when I read awkward period of time, I think like they're worried about his well being. Like they're like he's been in there a long time. Do right. we need to check okay? on him? Right, right. Oh, those dude! You just gave me some like flashbacks to college parties wherever basically we were like, okay, either that person is impacted or they passed out while doing something, and we need to kick in the door. See? And yep, okay, who's sober enough to drop someone off at the ER? See, it, Jim Irsay sixty three. How long does he have to be in that bathroom before you start worrying? Is he alive in our bathroom? Uh, I think you're. I think you're. You're. You're looking at each other with a uh, worried glance at thirty minutes. Like at thirty minutes, forty minutes. I mean, are you knocking on the door saying, "Hey, Jim, you okay?" I guess the the uh, point would be if you're able to do all the dishes. <laughs> like he leaves after dinner. And you're able to clear the table. You clean everything up. And everything's clean, and you're, you've you've stacked the dishwasher. Start vacuuming. Yeah, and you're still looking around and saying, has Jimmy come out yet? <laughs> then you got to be a little worried. That should be the point. Like, if the dishes are in the dishwasher, and you've wiped down the counters, and you're, like, just sitting there. You're looking for things to clean. Yeah, you're looking for things to clean, and the TV's on in the background. <laughs> you're like, where's Jim? Where's Jim? This, is, this has been a while. <laughs> but I, all, I very much love that the premise of the tweet isn't so much about how long Jim Irsay was in the bathroom, but the Jim Irsay was just so weird that Josh McDaniel's wife was like, nope, uh-uh. I don't care that you have an opportunity to be a head coach again. You're not doing it with him. Like, I just love that she's like, that guy is not going to be your boss. It's not important, but do we believe this? It's from Dan Dakich, so part of me says Take no. that with a giant grain of salt. But it's yeah. also Jim Irsay, and I don't find this hard to believe. No, it's what like, no. what year did this take place? 2018. 2018 when he 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 turned that job down. Right, but had, had Ursay gone to rehab by that point? I'm not sure about that. Well, no, like he famously got caught yeah. with a yeah. in a car with like a ton of cash and a bunch of pills yeah. and was like, "I'm going to rehab." And everyone else went, "Oh, cool. I would have gone to jail." Uh um, this this story is from 2020. It says he sought treatment 6 years ago. So 2014. So yes, this would have been afterwards. All right. So maybe he just, you know, needs more roughage in his diet. Maybe, right. It might. We might be making fun of Jim Irsay just because he's constipated <laughs> and like didn't have enough fiber for the day. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Thirty minutes. Yeah, it's a long time, but maybe that's what happened there. Um, another important 
he NFL get, story. What you said his leg dinner. his leg fell asleep and he was uh, you know he was playing oh, Candy Crush. That is a good follow up. What did they serve for dinner? Right, we need to know what they serve. Spicy fajitas. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Is, is there maybe there was a reason Jim Irsay was in the bathroom for a long and awkward period of time? He wasn't ready for the spice level of fajitas that they were serving at the McDaniel's household in Massachusetts. Another fun NFL story. Did you? <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe for this show. Did you see David Carr's video yeah. yesterday? Oh God! So yes, David and Darren Carr, the brothers of Derek Carr, were supposed the to go on Carr. this podcast that's hosted by Derek Carr's nephew, Harvester Sports. We still have not confirmed uh, who's who's son yeah. it is, but it's Derek Carr's nephew. And David and Darren were supposed to go on this podcast. There was a whole tweet about. We're going to have David and Darren on. We're going to tell the truth of what happened with Carr truth and social. the Raiders. Yesterday, David Carr put out a video where he says they are not going to do the podcast anytime soon. And he goes into this long explanation about my brother. He's going to play for another NFL team next year. They got to negotiate the, the trade and the contract. There's a lot that has to happen. So, it's best if we don't do we don't talk about this right now. But once my brother's on a new team, we're going to do the podcast. We're going to do it eventually. It's just not the right time right now. Did Derek Carr tell his brothers to shut the hell up? God, I hope so. I hope he did. He did, what did he say during the sermon about other people talking? He was given he was talking about um not like making excuses, not pointing the finger. Right. That was right. don't point the finger to other people. It's it's you. Right. And he said something like, Lord knows I've got family members doing that for me. Right, right. Exactly. So, talking about David Carr going on NFL network and blaming Josh McDaniels right. for everything. Uh so yeah, that's what he said at the sermon. And then we get this video. I think Derek Carr finally said, Hey David, yeah. can you knock it the hell off? I don't have a team yet. Right. Yeah, I don't need you going on a podcast with my nephew just ripping the hell out of the Raiders. I need another team to want me Who first. may or may not be your son. <laughs> we don't know that yet. Um, I, I have to imagine Derek Carr finally told his brothers to shut up. Good. Good if he did. Yes. Good the, for him. Because the um, the other story that's similar to this, have either of you seen a single video from Patrick Mahomes' wife or younger brother? Um, I mean, recently his this wife? season, I don't no, think so. No, his, hasn't happened. His wife has had some in the past, and his uh, brother. They comments. have both gotten. I haven't seen from his brother. I have seen oh, from his, his wife. brother. Was the one that was doing a TikTok dance on the Sean Taylor Memorial, which was just his number painted on the ground. But he was the one doing a TikTok dance on the Sean and he Taylor was standing Memorial in the area that they told him to right. stand in. And then a bunch of people were like, "Well, oh, he's doing a stupid TikTok dance when we're trying to honor Sean Taylor, whatever." Like. His brother Jackson Mahomes has gotten a lot of grief for the way he acts. He's like, because he acts like, oh, my brother's Patrick Mahomes. I can do whatever the hell I want. Right. Neither one has done a video this year. Not a single one of them. And a lot of people are speculating Patrick Mahomes told them, hey, shut the hell up. Couldn't, didn't his wife do them in the past? She had a lot of opinions if, if he ever got ripped. Yeah. Or if he ever, they, anyone ever came after they, him. They've both done videos that they're not like, it's not like bad. You're not like, oh, that's a bad person. They just sort of reflect poorly on Patrick it's Mahomes very because it's privileged videos. Right. Like okay. it's just like, oh, cool. Yes, I'm sure that's very tough for you. That you right. 
and both of them silence this season. So I think Patrick Mahomes probably told them, let's let's, let's calm do, it down. Let's not do any TikToks at Chiefs games this year. I will, I'm I, all for Carr telling them that. I mean, he should have a long time. Right. He's just like, he'd be like, David, listen, I believe in myself. I'm not winning MVP, and we're not winning the Super Bowl this year. So right. let's not say that on NFL Network every single season. But he finally did so. So good for Derek Carr. Good for Derek Carr. I will say that the going back to Patrick Mahomes' wife, the general vibe in Kansas City is she is not well-liked because you have a bunch of people who eat barbecue and are like, kind of just Our like Andy Reid. Yeah, like more, they they uh, they more closely identify with Andy Reid. And then you have this person that's like, I basically work out all day. Okay, <laughs> this would take a little bit more research and thinking, and maybe we should do this in the future. What coach best personifies the city he coaches in in the NFL? And is it Andy Reid? McVay in LA Please, might be pretty good. That's very good. Cliff uh, Kingsbury's fired, but him in Phoenix, not too bad. Mm, he never had, uh, he never looked like a piece of old leather. <laughs> give, oh, you're saying give him coach. 20 years. I was going to say owner. We can do owner too if you got a good one for the owner. I mean, he's missing the cowboy hat, but Jarrett kind of fits mm-hmm. in Dallas, doesn't he? See, to me, Jerry, Jerry personifies Arkansas. Like, like that is. Every single jackass from Arkansas I ever met in Missouri who was Jared? like, who was like, oh yeah, my dad was the senior vice president for Walmart, so they started me out as a, like a blah blah blah. But you know, I worked really hard to get there. It's just like, okay, okay, buddy. Yeah, I like your I like your Sean McVay in LA. Sean McVay is McVay LA hard to beat. Yeah. Andy Reid, Kansas City, yeah. those might be the top Ooh. two. Peterson in Jacksonville. That looks like if he was divorced, that would be perfect. <laughs> if he was divorced and just got like new veneers, <laughs> it was like it'd walk around being like, she can't take half of these. Coming up next on ESPN Las Vegas, it's Bischoff's Briefs. I might talk myself into a hot take uh, here in Bischoff's Briefs today. So the Athletic just had a story on the Golden Knights. And Bruce Cassidy, uh, here, here's the headline. Golden Knights iPad usage on the bench could be limited by coach Bruce Cassidy, which by the first thing I thought of to me was like a parent putting uh, parental controls on their kid's iPad. So they can no more Paul it. Patrol yeah. Thompson. They can only be on it four hours a day instead of 12 hours a day. Uh, but yeah, so uh, there's iPads on the bench, like in basically all of our sports and NHL players can look at them to see replays of whatever they just did or whatever their teammates just did. So Cassidy is apparently considering limiting the amount of usage that the iPads get on the Golden Knights bench. Hasn't actually done it yet. But the there's a few interesting quotes in this story. The first one is John Tortorella has already removed iPads from the Flyers bench. And Tortorella said, we want them to just worry about their next shift I think it's a major problem with us understanding momentums of the game. You can't understand momentums of the game. If you're looking at the iPad all the time, we took them off and aren't even going to use them so that they watch the game and see what's next. Well, it's the second dumbest thing. uh, John Tortorella said this week. Does John Tortorella think they're watching Paw Patrol on the bench? I mean, does he think they're 
playing video games? Yeah, I don't know what he thinks. Because I mean, when he's like, you need to understand the game by watching it, when you're watching the iPad... You're watching your last shift, right? You're watching the game. Now, yeah. it might not be the, the exact shift that's happening at the moment, but you're watching the game on your iPad. It's not like you're... I mean, maybe Logan Thompson is on Twitter, but it's not like you're watching... <laughs> Something else. Well, he's taking that down. Yeah. Well, he's you know when he's the backup for the night. If he's doing the backup, he's got plenty of right. He can watch it. That's fine. He doesn't have to understand the momentum. He's if he's in the game, it's because the momentum is going poorly for the Golden (laughs) Knights. So I don't understand what Tortorella's worried about. Like, okay, they didn't watch the most recent shift, but they watched their most recent. Okay, whatever. But he's taking them away. Bruce Cassidy's quote was: "We discussed this last week." It's funny that Torts comes out now, so I'm like the second guy to the dance. I had said to assistant coach Ryan Craig that I think we should put them away and only have them in timeouts. My reasoning is you can learn a lot by watching the next shift. Do they not think you learn a lot by watching your most recent shift? I mean, I guess that's what he's saying, but it doesn't make much sense because aren't you supposed to look? It's like uh, baseball players who look at their last at-bat. Yeah, they're not exactly. watching the game in time. They're looking at what they just did at the at the plate. And my like my genuine question is, if I'm Jack Eichel, because according to the story, Jack Eichel apparently uses iPads the most on the team. If I'm Jack Eichel, am I going to learn more by watching my most recent shift or by watching Keegan Colasar? Because no. Keegan Colasar is not going to do the things that me, Jack Eichel, is going to do on no, the ice. You you have to watch your last shift to see right. what happened on the ice. So I, I kind of feel like, ah, uh, we need to watch Colasar and see what he did. I feel like, nah, I should, I should watch what I did and be like, oh, that passing lane was open and I missed it or something like that. Like, I, I don't know. That seems smarter to me. But here's the absolute best quote in the story. You'll never guess who it's from. Jonathan Marshall. Yeah. We're NHL players. I don't need a coach to tell me to look or not look. We're not children. We're grown men. You're just trying to control everything. Next time, are you going to control what he eats for a pregame meal or how long he naps? These are all mental things that help us, and the iPad is sometimes useful. Jonathan Marshall seems (laughs) to talk about naps a lot. He loves naps. I love that that's where you went with that, not the... Dude basically just went bleep whatever he says. Right. I mean, he 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 did say that about the coach, but I just I, it always goes back to naps with him. <laughs> the naps. He must have. It must. The reason he's bringing up naps so much, he must have gotten told, "Hey man, you're taking too many naps." I, and he's he just had like, to have. These are my naps. Right. Absolutely. And then I watch my Paw Patrol, and then I take <laughs> another nap, and then I go to the arena. Is he getting calls from Bruce Cassidy saying, "Hey, you need to wake up. Your nap is over." He's Bruce Cassidy's the alarm clock. Right. Bruce Cassidy, nope, that's it, John. Your your nap is over. Get up and get to the rink now. You can't nap for another 45 minutes. I Jonathan Marshall, always the best. Phenomenal. And I do love how very, very much this is a, hey, Bruce Cassidy's like, you know, you need to watch the actual game more. And Marshall's like, bleep you. Yeah. <laughs> I can watch my iPad I, if I, I want. I need to take mini micro naps in between shifts. That's right. <laughs> So if that I'm 100% rested at all times. If I want to nap as long as Alex Petrangelo's on the ice, I will do that. <laughs> be a long nap, but I'm going to do that. Um, so I don't. I didn't work myself into the hottest of hot takes, but I'll give you the medium take. What's instead. the medium take about this? The, the medium take is Bruce Cassidy's got to calm down with micromanaging. Like I, ba- my take is basically Jonathan Marcheseau here. Like, 
are we really telling Jack Eichel, hey, stop looking at the iPad? Right. right. Like, are we really going to tell? Apparently, in, in the story, like Petrangelo does. Alex Petrangelo is not a big iPad guy during the the bench or during the game. Which, granted, he's on the ice the whole game, so he can't be an iPad guy. But like, let's calm down. If Jack Eichel wants to watch his most recent shift to see whatever the hell he's looking for, what what's he going to lose on that? Right. Like, again, they're not watching cartoons. They're not on Twitter. I assume the iPads only can show film. They're not like watching anything but the game they're currently playing in. To go even further saying like maybe they're not even watching their own shift. Maybe they're watching the game and it's just from a better vantage point. That, that too. Your vantage point on the bench. Like sucks. where you're like looking and you're going, oh, Colasar just got brick walled. I could have had I done that move to that guy. I could have done this. So the next time I go out there, I'll do that. Instead of, man, they're off in that corner. <laughs> what are they doing over there? <laughs> Do we have the puck? <laughs> Can they watch the game live off that? I assume so. Uh, maybe. I mean, I know, like, baseball, it was a big deal because of the whole sign-stealing thing. So the iPads are all, you can't see it live. It's got to be a right. however long right. delay. But in hockey, I would guess so. You could watch it live. Or, you know, there's going to be a delay from live to the TV feed regardless. But... I'd assume you can watch it live. So it might that would be great. It's like, oh, I'm just watching it so I can see the overhead angle and actually know right. what's happening. Because it's a great point. Like, has anybody ever watched film from here's what it looks like on the bench? No. No. All no. the film no. in the NFL, it, people lose their minds when the all 22 isn't out because they can't see right. one safety exactly. in the shot. So, like, yeah, it's it's just a better vantage point of, oh, what happened there? I couldn't see because I was on the ice. Oh, that's where that guy was. Okay, I won't pass it there next time. It's a good point. Coming Cass up next. Cassidy's overthinking the room. Yeah, I think he is. 100%. Coming up next, Cassie Soto joins the show. If you ever see someone fall over on the sideline of a football game, it's probably her. If there's food, she will show up. Maybe she has to stand on a box to report the news. Emmy winner Cassie Soto joins Granny and Bischoff on the press box. Cassie, when's the last time you fell over covering something? Hmm. It's been too long. I need you to start tripping a little bit more. It really has been a minute. Yeah. When, when are you going to fall again? Did next year, Allegiant Stadium, whatever halftime show, I need you to like fall in the press box while dancing. I never, <laughs> to T-Pain, yeah. uh, I never, I've, I haven't fallen at Allegiant, actually. You did the dancing in your seat, though, right? It'd be hard to fall. Yeah. Away. No, it's, yeah, we're, we're, se- we're seated as we're, as we're grooving to some T-Pain, yes. Maybe in line waiting for the lobster rolls at halftime. Oh, man. Did you hear about these things? Just I did, and how Ed did not get them because the line was too long, and instead he got a hot dog. <laughs> and they're, they were mostly bread. Yeah, I saw... The hot saw dog or the lobster roll? No, the lobster roll. Oh. I, saw, I saw a few, and there didn't appear to be in, much in the middle. That's a lot of bread on the outside, though. Keep so, them out. A lot of complaining about the free yes. food. <laughs> Where have you been, Jared? Where have you been? This is what we do around here. It's that's, the number one that's thing. That's 90% of our job. Yeah. Jared, exactly. relax. Oh, I know what I want to ask you. Have you been to Waffle House before? Never. Oh. I know. <sighs> All right. Well, this is... I'll go next time with Trev. Yes, please yeah. do. Um, also, try making a reservation because we're pretty sure that part of the story is fake. You can't do that. Isn't it a fast food restaurant? Mm, borderline, but you can't do that. No, it, is, there's it, a, there's it does a... not have a drive through We cannot no. call it fast food. There was a you know follow, what? There was I a was going to try to go. I was going to try to go. I think it was in September when we took my little sister to Disneyland. But the 
but the line was ridiculous. And I was like, oh, this could be our time to try it. And, yeah, it didn't work out. I've never what do you seen mean by the line? line? The line like at Waffle House? Out the door? Yeah, I think there was a line or it closed early. I don't know. There was some kind of complication. Okay, I was well, like, well, guess I'll have to continue living my life without it. I've never, okay, two things. I've never seen a Waffle House with a line. Also, if there is ever a line, just drive like a mile down the highway. There's another Waffle House. <laughs> and second, they do not close. That is why the insane people <laughs> work and, you know, go there. Was this the video of the lady throwing the chair the yes. other day? Yes. Was that, that was a Waffle House? hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah, that okay. was them. That Which was is, okay, so that's that's kind of what we're dealing with. That's par for the course. Yeah, yeah, that's peak Waffle House. And I don't that I don't think that place closed after that happened either. No, oh, she man. probably finished her shift. Yeah. She kept making <laughs> waffles. What else would you do? If you when you do go, Cassie, uh don't do what Ed did and uh he did not get a waffle. Please get a waffle. What? Yeah. No, I didn't. I went to uh, What did you get? A sandwich? Yes. <laughs> did you, how, wait, did you really? How did you know? How did you know? I hear know? you like sandwiches. <laughs> it's true. Sandwich guy. Yeah, sandwich guy. Yeah. If you Is go it to... good? Am I missing out? Um, on the sandwich? Was, I've never had fine. a sandwich from Waffle yeah. House. It was fine. No, on the waffles. I do love a good waffle. It is a, it is a good waffle. Um, it better be. Right. It's Waffle House. It is a good one. I, w- I will say, I, I pull a Mike Gramala sometimes. I like the Waffle House waffles so much, I will eat them without syrup. Oh. Yeah. Like, it, okay. I, I, I will eat it and be like, yeah, it doesn't need syrup. I'll just eat the waffle regularly. Are they Belgian waffles? Are they a thick, is it a thick waffle? They're, they're, no. they're Waffle House waffles. Yeah, yeah. This is, this right. is not Belgium. If We're you, not giving credit to Belgium for what happens at Waffle House. If you forget <laughs> that you got some to go and let them sit in your back seat for a couple weeks, they make excellent Frisbees. <laughs> got it. Got it. Got it. Thank you. <laughs> you uh, Jones and life advice, Jared. Thank you. Jones and out without any Raiders? Am I Jones? What? Jones you, and out? Yeah. Are you? Uh, is you, you know going through uh, time here? You've had you withdrawals. You haven't had any Raiders for a while. I don't know. I feel like I can't like sleep with my eyes closed because we still have to wait for whatever this number four guy's gonna do. Yeah, that's true. So I'm kind of on edge, but yeah, it's nice having a little time off. You know, on edge. Not having to. Not driving, not not having to drive to Henderson three days a week has been really nice for the gas mileage and the gas tank. I know the drive; it can, it can be a can be a terror. So it's forty eight miles round trip is what we do yeah. every day. Yeah, that's fun. But we, no, it's good. We it's might good. have now a like, we might have a generational thing here, uh, Cassie. Do you know what Jonesing means? Like keeping up with the Joneses, I'm assuming. Well, that's an even older reference, so. So you just skipped like a decade in there. I actually kind of don't know what jonesing means, but through context clues, I figured out what Ed meant with his question. But I, I feel like just chilling. No, no, I mean more. Jared came up with a better word. Jared came up with a better word. Withdrawals. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're like you're jittery. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely it. not having withdrawals. No, no, no. <laughs> that is not. No, I'm living at peace. Uh, you got to go. Wait, which UNLV game did you cover? Did you cover the one they lost to Colorado State? No, I went to Boise State. I was so oh, confident. You saw me down. Yikes. Ouch. You know what I really miss? So it was great. I like I always feel like a it always makes me feel so welcome when I go back to UNLV because I worked there for so long. So everybody's like giving me hugs and welcoming me back and everything, right? 
Well, I really miss the student section. You know, that's my favorite part, right, Tyler? We always Give get the something candy good to there. the other team. Yeah, very important. Yeah, the candy to the other team. Well, there really has been the same, like, Boise State bench players for, like, ever. <laughs> I've been a UNLV student, right? And I'm like, I really, I sat down. I, I haven't been to a game since the tournament last year. And I'm like, man, this kid is really still on this roster. He's been here forever. <laughs> and so, sure enough, all the... The, the student sections are just heckling this guy, and they're like, New Year, same seat. And I'm just like, oh, man, this kid is trying so hard, you know, like not to laugh. And then they always get their, their fun at the end when they get a wave goodbye to the student section. That's always suck. Jones was a nickname for heroin in the 1960s in New York. Oh. <laughs> Ed, why do you know that? And, <laughs> no, in the 70s, it became Jonesing. And that just meant you really wanted something like a hamburger. I mean, like you know, you 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 were there three days a week. You 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 must miss it a little. It's good. It's good work. It's like heroin. It's not good, it's good for you. It's good work. Well, but it's addictive. The forty-eight mile. We both do the forty-eight mile drive. Yeah, I do miss seeing your face like two days a week. So there's that, I guess. Yeah, you guys should move closer. Oh, the and wife. Is, the wife has uh, talked about that. <laughs> Because of the because of the gas to save money on gas, yes. the wife is like, "You get your own apartment <laughs> over there." She has talked about that, and and she's also said closer to the radio station. How far do you live from here? Well, that you can't do both. Well, no. If I come this way, I'm going to be closer. I'm going to be closer, right? If I come this way, I'm going to be closer to the to the Raiders. Not much, but I'm going to be closer. Cassie and I live. Yeah, you'll be closer to the two fifteen. Yeah, Cassie and I live what half mile from each other? Mile? Did you call me Classies? Oh, no, I said, sweet. Classy Cassie. Cassie. Yeah, that must have been a slip. Classy Cassie. Uh, <laughs> live, uh, no more than a mile from each other, right? Yeah, like a mile. Yeah. And you got lost trying to drive that tre- What the hell were you driving around and a got treadmill. lost? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You live oh, less than from, a mile? That was from Bollinger's house. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Which that's is only two miles away. Kevin's house. That was Bollinger's house, yeah. <laughs> that was, that was, wasn't that close to our house as well? You don't even have that treadmill anymore, which is the worst part of the story. You don't uh, use it, right? No, no. I Well, hopefully Kevin's not. Well, no, I think I told Kevin we moved on from that. <laughs> we moved on. We, just we used, mutually parted ways. We, we just use the gym ones now. We just use the gym uh, ones. Yeah. All, right, all right, Ed. Important question for uh-huh. you. Could you drive to Cassie's house from your house without directions? Oh, yeah. I dropped her off the other night. Okay. All right. Just... Just checking. I didn't oh, know if you it had took to type him an hour and a half to get home from there, but <laughs> he can make it to her house, no problem. I did have to say, you come back to this stoplight, turn right, and then you're on Rampart, and you should be in familiar territory. He's like, as long as I get to Rampart, I'll be fine. <laughs> all of so, that is all of that is yeah. true. I, I would go ahead. All, all of that is true. <laughs> Advise you both to maybe not mention exact streets. Oh right, <laughs> Rampart's like Rampart's big enough. It's yeah, fine. it's a long, okay. long, long. Yeah, it's a big road. Nobody knows where that is. Um, all right. Uh, Ed is a phenomenal driver. Good with directions, too. Uh, Cassie, he is, just so you know, very worried about this whole Tropicana closure thing, about getting oh getting to uh, T-Mobile or UNLV games because uh, he doesn't know what's going to happen with Tropicana. So if you ever have to do a video with him at a like Golden Knights game or a, a really anything near the Strip, Ed might not be there. Well, he figured out the Zoom, so we're proud of him for that. <laughs> On your own phone? No, my computer. Oh. On the computer. She has to send me the link. Then I push a couple buttons, and then she her face just appears. What do you mean? You just now figured out Zoom? 
Well, I mean, no, I, I, I know I'm, I'm good with most of it. I'm good okay. with most of it. We've been doing it for three years. And uh, yeah, I'm good with most of it. And she, uh, she helps out with anything I need, and she's right there, and you know, she's running the show. So yeah, I wave at her. <laughs> she waves back at me. Sometimes I have to remember to turn the volume on. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But then it works. So when the Wi-Fi is not working, it's a real problem. But we, we, we figure it out. Yeah, that's true. We always figure it out. Cassie, do you spend more time editing videos or getting your coworkers to figure out how to get on Zoom? <laughs> Honestly, getting them to figure out how to do it. I'm like, tilt so- down a little bit, push it back. You're too close. I got to put your lower. Put turn a light on. It's dark. What are you doing? Oh, oh my is God. in a cave, isn't he? No, she huh? got me a. Um, oh, that's right. You have, the, you have the TikTok ring light, don't you? I have you? the ring light. I did, yeah, I had to get him a, a light. I had to set him up like a bunch of books. I was like. Anytime we need to do this, take it like this is how it needs to be, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Take a oh picture so you can reference it. Cassie is the is like the work granddaughter. <laughs> yes. Cassie, yes. I can't figure out how to turn on the TV. <laughs> Was it the other day your notification you could have turned your notifications on or you weren't getting something? Something on your phone. Oh yeah. Well the phone's a uh, the phone's a nightmare. What were you not getting? Just I was anything? Yeah, and, and the kids they, they change this Apple password all the time and don't tell us because they want because they have our credit cards attached. Yeah, yeah they so got to buy stuff. Real so quick. we got to buy stuff all the time. So when that happens, our phones just go crazy. We're getting each other's texts and calls, and it's just I'm getting calls at two in the morning from people I don't know, and it's not for me. Uh, and oh, like, it was the Slack messages. And the oh, Slack oh, messages. That, no, Remember Slack. the Slack. That's right. You got kicked out of the N- the NFL reporter Slack, and it was a big big deal. I still think I'm out. <laughs> It's fine. It's a lot of messages. <laughs> Cassie Soto here to fix all of the RJ's technology problems and uh, give us some fun stories. Cassie, we appreciate it. I feel like I haven't Thanks, talked to you guys. in like two months. Where I know. You it's been? been a minute. Stop, uh, stop having birthdays on Fridays. Uh, my bad. Okay. Yeah. I got you for another year. Yeah. That's your fault. Thanks, Cassie. Thanks, Cassie. Bye. See you. Cassie Soto from the Review Journal. Happy enough to, happy enough to join us. Ed getting kicked out of Slack messages. Uh, my phone again didn't update. I didn't get kicked out. Again, it didn't update, so I couldn't find them. But now <laughs> I just pushed Slack, and she helped me enough to where they're all back. Oh, look at that! Yeah, they're all back. How Very old? Excited. How old your iPhone? Uh, it's not that old. It's uh, like oh. thirteen or fourteen. Or... Okay. Yeah, I've got a. Uh, I, Do I... you use your face to unlock your phone? No. Well, that's an interesting question. I hold it up to the face. And, it and then and then it tries to go to the p- keypad, but by the time I can push in the number, it opens up. Okay, so it, so it uses your face. Yes. Yeah. All right. Just, All right. That that's what that means. Is that? Yeah, that's your face. At some point, no, you I... said. At some point, when you got your phone, you put your face <laughs> into the camera, and it right, okay. it identified who you were. All right. And now it does okay. that. All right. yeah, there you go. Good job. We I'm got WWE SmackDown tickets to give away. They go on sale today, but you can win a pair from us right now. 702-364-1100 is the phone number. If you want to go to WWE SmackDown, you can win a pair of tickets from us. They're in Vegas on March 24th at MGM Grand Garden. 702-364-1100. We'll take caller number nine at 702-364-1100. To be honest, it's it's disrespectful, but we're not worried about that. We got a game to play on Sunday, right? So you can't count us out. We got a game to play on Sunday. Like I said, that other stuff, that don't mean We're going to go out there on Sunday and, you know, we're going to do what the hell we got to do to come back with that dub. And then we're going to see what they're talking about. You're locked in the press box. Joe Mixon has his thoughts on uh, coming Re- back. Yeah, reselling tickets. Reselling tickets. 
Uh, it's Ed, Danny, and Jared. Tyler's gone for the day. So before we get to Jared's dumb questions, Danny, what's your beef with what Joe Mexon saying about tickets? Well, it's not it's not necessarily about that, although I do think they shouldn't worry about reselling tickets. That's up to the ticket buyer. But one of my biggest pet peeves in all sports for postseason is the fact that teams limit who can buy tickets. Because, like, it all started with Seattle, like, when they had their big run in the playoffs, they limited ticket sales to only Washington, Oregon, and I think Idaho zip codes. And now all the teams are doing it. Don't be afraid to have opposing fans. Like, I know you want your team's fans, but come on. Open ticket sales. Don't be afraid. So you're telling the Raiders not to be afraid anymore? Oh, I think the Raiders are trying. I think the Raiders have the opposite plan of if you have a uh, 702 area code, you can't buy tickets. We need these other people who are coming in with the money. We need the Chiefs. Yeah, like open it up. What are you afraid of? That there's going to be too many opposing fans and then your team's going to lose? Tell your team to get good. They should be playing well at home anyways. Danny must be losing some bets. He's coming in he's coming in strong today. No, I've just always been bothered by that. Like when when franchises limit who can buy tickets. All right. So basically, like they would rather have an empty seat than sell to opposing to fans. To opposing fans. I mean, I like having a home field advantage, but I'm a Chiefs fan, so <laughs> it all it all works there. out. And it kind we of, got two home stadiums, so it's good. It kind of goes in line with what Joe Mixon said too, because at the end of the day, fans are going to buy tickets, and if they're not, if they don't want to go or can't go, they're going to try and resell yeah, them for try highest value. Yeah. So. Oh, I know people who made back their Raider season tickets just on the Chiefs and other games. Oh yeah, yeah, people absolutely. do it all the time. Yeah. I when uh, I forget what fight it was, but when Floyd had one of the biggest fights in boxing history, like 10, 12 years back. Somebody I worked with bought two tickets with the sole purpose of reselling and making more money. It's kind of gross, but okay. Here's my first dumb question. Yeah, let's hold on. Let's hit this real quick. Press box. Transition. There we go. You two have to appear on SportsCenter or around the horn. What gratuitous, like, item are you putting behind you on the bookshelf as a, like, who, look what I've done. Like, for example, Adam Schefter puts his own books behind him okay. on the bookshelf. I would put my my Emmy Award behind me. Yeah, see, that's a good one. That's Sports Writer a- of the Year Awards. Oh, well, I mean, you wouldn't have any space, would you? <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you run that thing like this seven is, this times? Is right? This is gratuitous, right? Yeah, what, no, this, it's, is, you're, right. you're appearing on Around the Horn, okay, and so you— right. I mean, you can either go classy like Woody Page and just have like a little like just a sign with a goofy joke. No, I would prefer that. I prefer like yeah. bobbleheads and other things I've collected over the years. But you said, oh, but I just this. find it. I find it hilarious that guys genuinely are like, oh, I need to appear on Sports Center. Let me go ahead and put my okay. book would, in frame so that people are like. A lot of guys go with a lot of books. Like, yes, have you read all those. I think Rogers made fun of that on the McAfee show one time. He's like, hey, have you read all of those? Yeah, I, I could probably put two books behind me. <laughs> I could put what a Ken- books? I could put a Kindle. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had uh I actually had my goal for twenty twenty was to read a book every month. And I got to April and then when the pandemic hit, I was like, All right, well I'm done reading. 
That would be the that, time I was to say, start I was reading. Say, that, was, that, would have been, uh, th- that confuses like, me. Shouldn't you have been reading more? You're closed up in the house. No, I wasn't. Because I was, I was working like I was working a full time job outside of the house. Plus, I was going to school full time, so I didn't really have time to read anymore. Didn't you do school online? No, I only had a. I think I had like one class or two classes Man. online. All and right. Question number two. Okay. Question number two. Why do you think that shirts and underwear come in resealable bags, but bread and chips don't? Ooh. That's good. That's a good one. Like, I don't understand I mean, who's taking the socks out and going, all right, now let me seal this back up. Is that what happens? I get, all, I get all fresh. my socks for Christmas. <laughs> they open them up for you? They, they, like, just, have you like, a, no, they just have like a cardboard uh, circle around them. Oh, so them. you're not, okay, so you're getting like premium socks. I'm well, talking about, about the, oh, yeah, like the, like the 12 Listen, Daddy, you don't have shoes. Hey, but I, but I have plenty of socks to wear my Crocs with. <laughs> That's right. No, so okay, so you're saying there's socks in little bags that you can put them back in oh, after wearing them? Well, no, like they come in sealable plastic. They come bags in like a Ziploc baggie, and it's like 36 pairs of socks. I've seen those. Yeah, <laughs> those but also like t-shirts and underwear yes. also oh, come in, it, and it makes no sense I whatsoever. Think I think it's just so that you could take one out at a time and keep the rest fresh. I have t-shirts like that. Yeah, uh, black black t-shirts that are rolled up. Uh-huh. And you just take one shirt out at a time, and you wear it, and the others continue to be rolled up in the in the uh, in the little package there. That's, so that's what, fantastic. But we don't do that with bread or some Lay's. <laughs> like uh, also also with uh, cereal. Cereal nine times out of ten doesn't have a resealable bag. These are no, you, you just cut it open. Jumbo big yeah, family big ones. Uh, big big boxes of Tiny Nut Cheerios. You just cut open the bag. Yeah, and then it just gets stale. Because we don't have a reseal. We have the technology. We refuse to use it. Well, we need to look into this and get it done.